Who would you invite to your celebrity dinner party? Celebrity interviews have become pretty food heavy over the past few years. Viral series like Hot Ones, Chicken Shop Date, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, plus podcasts like Off Menu and Table Manners, and even smaller bites like Snack Wars and What I Eat in a Day all show a different side to celebrities than the more formal, suited and booted world of press junkets or late night TV. First of all, how dare you? <laughs> Empanadas versus a quarter pound of cheese? No. And this culinary context is crucial. Seeing how people eat and what their relationship with food is makes people vulnerable and relatable in a way they rarely are if they're just answering questions about their latest movie. These stories also show us how important food is and the different ways eating affects our lives. That's a deep Victoria sponge. This was the first pudding that I loved. Here's our take on who we'd invite to our celebrity dinner party based on what we've learned over the table so far. Florence Pugh loves food. I need to cook and I need to chop onions. Her father was a chef and she regularly pops up on Instagram stories dressed down, making dinner, and answering questions from her fans. I've made myself a drink. Many interviews play on this deep love for food that Flo has. She's been on Hot Ones and Off Menu. She's made garlic crostinis for Vogue and sat down to tea and biscuits with Sky Cinema. In her hugely viral mukbang video for Vogue, there is a kind of incongruence to seeing someone dressed so glamorously, gorging on plate after plate of decadent but pretty everyday looking dishes. You get the impression that this is the food Florence grew up with and maybe enjoys the most as a result. Oh, this has potential to be really messy. The effect of comfort food is that it's disarming and maybe makes you regress to a more youthful, perhaps more authentic version of yourself. Can I have some juice? Thank you. Ribena! Every person's childhood is full of Ribena. Often in celebrity interviews, you get the sense that the subjects are either completely on script, giving the same answers to every question that comes their way, or they've been instructed to create a viral moment to help with whatever they're promoting. But Flo doesn't really seem like that here. Ostensibly, the interview is to promote her Oscar nomination for Little Women, but you wouldn't really know because she's just enjoying the food that's put in front of her. And through that enjoyment, we see that despite the awards, the acclaim, the glamour, she's still the same person she always has been, at least when she's eating. I'm stumped. I have no idea what that is. What is it? Bubble and squeak? Well, this is a fancy bubble and squeak. If there's a gold standard of celebrity food interviews, then it's almost definitely Sean Evans' Hot One series. Vanity Fair's Natalie Jarvie writes that the hot sauce broke down guests' inhibitions and forced them to set aside their talking points. But beyond that, the very fact that people sign up for something that is more like an endurance marathon than a standard Q&A gives us some idea about the kind of person they are. This is great though, so <laughs> ridiculous. While some people take on the Hot Ones challenge with good humor and grace, others descend fully into madness. Enter Selena Gomez. Look at you cry. Why There's do you do this to people? What's so funny about Selena's interview is that she really doesn't seem to know what's coming. Hot Ones was big enough in 2019 to be welcomed onto Jimmy Fallon's show, but maybe not the cultural kingmaker it is now. And so Selena goes from pretty chill to pretty chaotic, almost surprising herself. She admitted to throwing up in her dressing room after the segment. It's actually not bad. Really? I'm not rocking it. With some celebrities, we're so used to seeing the manicured image of them that it's hard to see beyond that. And with child stars, who we've watched grow up through their shows and their albums, this is more pronounced. 
But here, that image slips in the blink of an eye. The tears come, the panic starts, and any pretense of poise goes out of the window. And we love her for that. For Pedro Pascal, the Hot Ones format allows him to embody the Chilean idea of Picardia, which roughly translates to foolishness, madness, or roguishness. Can somebody step in here and let me bite into their flesh? As Pascal has risen to stardom in recent years, he has been open and proud about his Chileanness, donning the flag on SNL and gushing about Chilean food on Snack Wars. But here, he embodies something deeper that speaks to his roots and maybe is only properly recognized by Chilean audiences. It's quite common for actors from non-American cultural backgrounds to be asked about their heritage. We've just seen it with Florence and her 11 British dishes. But what's maybe rarer is creating the conditions for them to embody their heritage without having to talk about it. Because you're like, oh, that's spicy. I should have another bite. All these celebrity food videos make me want to sit down to an extravagant five-course dinner, even if it costs a pretty penny. Speaking of pennies, I've been saving tons of extra cash using today's sponsor, PayPal Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. Let's face it, we're all feeling the effects of price hikes. Those eggs Florence Pugh scarfed down would surely cost more today. Thanks to Honey, I've been able to save more than ever before while shopping online. Honey is a free shopping tool that searches the internet for promo codes and automatically applies the best one during checkout. It's so easy to use. The button automatically appears when you're viewing your cart so you can unlock amazing savings. Honey helped me knock the price down on new spring fashion styles that I would totally wear to a celebrity dinner party. 10% off, free shipping, buy one get one. The deals were endless and I was pleasantly surprised by how fast Honey searched for and applied every coupon possible. The good news is Honey doesn't just work on your computer, but on your iPhone too. You can activate it using Safari on your mobile device to save on the go. If you aren't using Honey, you're completely missing out. So save money while shopping and support Support the take by signing up for free. Get PayPal Honey at joinhoney.com slash mytake. That's joinhoney.com slash mytake. Harper Bazaar's Everything I Eat in a Day series is fascinating because we see how food fits into the incredibly busy lives that successful artists have. When you're always on the clock, can you even make time for good food? What's so interesting about Mila Kunis's take on the format is how similar it feels to the life of any working mom. It's centered around convenience. There's like a service that comes and delivers smoothies to your house. Um, it's frozen, you put it in the freezer, it's really convenient. And sometimes it's about relying on other people to think about food for you, outsourcing whatever you possibly can because you just don't have time for everything. It's probably not healthy if you're a dietitian, but sometimes I, I have a protein smoothie for lunch. There's also a low level of frivolity to Mila's video that's kind of refreshing. We're able to see how, when you have a family, suddenly your approach to food has to change because you now have to provide for your kid. And what's funny is how honest Mila is about that. The challenge of it, but also kind of the silliness of it too. My kid is a pescatarian. She does not eat meat. So because she doesn't eat meat, Neither does my husband. <laughs> and so I don't cook two separate meals because I'm not a restaurant. It really feels like she's got the balance right between maintaining a good relationship with food but not worrying too much about it and not having it take up too much of her time. Which brings us to... The lifestyle influencer of lifestyle influencers, it's maybe no surprise that Gwyneth Paltrow's take on this series is a little extra. Spoonfuls of coconut oil to start the day, Goop-branded vitamin C supplements for the gym, expensive green smoothies, protein bars. You kind of just want to tell her to let loose. They'll do like a really clean version of a turkey burger with some kind of 
you know, great sauce. It's very healthy. But in the opposite way for Mila's, there's something reassuring about this window into Gwyneth's lifestyle too, precisely because it's not how normal people eat. Some of what she's doing may be healthier, but it doesn't always look that much fun or truly enviable. This kind of extreme micromanagement of vitamins and probiotics and daily habits comes from having lots of time and money, and also living with the pressure of looking a certain way, which undoubtedly, Gwyneth does have to live with, both as a Hollywood star and as a CEO whose company is all about women wanting to emulate her. Perhaps it's hard to have a joyful relationship with food when you live under that pressure. French fries are sort of my favorite meal. Not that they're a meal, they're technically a side. Meanwhile, what is online food culture like through the eyes of a chef? Gordon Ramsay savaged the quality of his Hot Ones wings and spat out sweets on Snack Wars. But at the same time, he works to demystify a lot of chefy techniques. And behind all the bluster and abuse, he just does want people to eat well. Does straining chicken stock through cloth help with skimming the fat? No, it doesn't. It makes it cloudy. The best thing to do on skimming a stock is to let it set. And you do get this impression from his TikToks. Because of Ramsey's reputation, it feels like there's this desire among people on the internet to get hazed by him. What are you? An idiot sandwich. But watching online food culture through the eyes of someone for whom food is his job really opens our eyes to how odd food culture is. The bizarre combinations that the gigantic portions and extreme levels of heat, the techniques that seem tailor-made not to whet your appetite, but just to get views online. Butter, chips and cream, Kelly, you've lost the plot. Really, this is a million miles away from how food media started. It used to be purely aspirational and instructive. But the other thing it did was make experts out of people who, in truth, probably aren't experts. Uncle Roger's TikToks, too, help explode some of those myths. If Gordon is out here shining a light on the things we know look ridiculous, then Uncle Roger is casting a side eye at things that, to the untrained eye, probably don't look all that bad. One chili. Why even bother? Red curry like this one portion. We use 10 red chili. Use the right amount, not the white amount. If you listen to the two of them, you're probably safe to be on the straight and narrow. It's sometimes hard to learn who celebrities really are through the typical interview format. But food is the great leveler. It can tell you a lot about who someone is without them really having to say all that much. I'll make you feel as if you're eating the first cheeseburger you ever ate. So this new era of celebrity interviews has really shown us a new side to people, allowed them to relax, to open up, and to get us to meet the real them. Truthfully, we'd love to have all these stars over for dinner, even Gwyneth. That's The Take. Click here to watch a video we think you'll love or here to check out a whole playlist of awesome content. Don't forget to subscribe and turn on notifications.